Good morning. Welcome to the Digital Bible Study of the Holy Place Church. We welcome you on behalf of our lead servant, Lydia Young. We're continuing today in the book of Genesis. Genesis is the first book of the Bible, and we are in verses 14 through 20. We are so grateful that you could join us today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for this opportunity to come together and study your word. Father, we thank you for your guidance and for your presence with us. Father, open our hearts and minds so that we may receive your message. Father God, in Jesus' name, guide our minds, hearts, and spirits as we study your word today. Let it be with clarity and give us understanding that we may apply what we learn to our lives. Father, look upon our pastor. Continue to bless Lydia to teach us in creative ways. Father, as she is listening today, bless her in all her endeavors. Keep back the hand of the enemy in every respect. Bless those who are listening now and those who will listen by way of replay. Let someone be healed, delivered, and set free. Father God, cause something that is said today to cause someone to say, What must I do to be saved? In Jesus' name, Amen. Hopefully you have turned to our lesson. If you do not have a Bible, you can study along with us on our website at holyplacechurch.org. There you should be able to read the scriptures and take notes. Are you ready for Bible study? Let's begin. Genesis chapter 1, verses 14 to 20, has many spiritual lessons that we can learn from. Hopefully, by the end of today's teaching, you can learn new things to apply to your personal life. This digital Bible study is part of our One Voice teaching system. Each day there is a verse of the day, and an elaboration on the verse pertaining to that day is posted on our Facebook page, generally, at the most. The daily lesson and prayer is less than five minutes long, unless the Holy Ghost says otherwise. Our pastor does this to ensure that we are able to learn and retain the Word each day in a more practical way. Reading in your hearing Genesis 1 14-21 KJV And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs, and for seasons and for days, and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth, 
in the open firmament of heaven. And God, created great whales, and every living creature, that moveth, which the waters, brought forth abundantly, after their kind, and every winged fowl, after his kind. And God saw, that it was good. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Verse 14 tells us, that God, created the sun, moon, and stars, to separate the day, from the night, and to serve, as signs, for seasons, days, and years. This teaches us that God, not only created, something out of nothing, but He is the one that brought order to chaos. I believe it was verse 2, that said, and the earth was without form, and void. It was empty. But each time God spoke, something happened. So here is the beginning of how our calendar, and seasons came to be. Remember, God had already established the day and night system from day one. Where it gives us, to know that the structure of day was evening. And the morning, if you missed how our current day and night system, came to be, look for Lydia's teaching, on January 7th. The purpose of this verse, is to show us, that God, has times in which we can rest, rejoice, and reflect. In essence, God is showing us, that life's natural rhythms are essential for us, to thrive. The day and night, together with hours, days, weeks and years, all help to shape our lives, and our spiritual journey. As we celebrate the changing of the seasons, throughout the year, use these times, to reflect on your personal walk with God. If you have a piece of paper, make four columns. One for winter, spring, summer, and fall. And at the end of each season, ask yourself, have I been walking closely with God, or have I been so caught up, in my day-to-day -day life, that I've neglected to spend one-on-one -on -one time with Him? What you feed, will grow, but what you starve will die, too often those that are backsliders. Say that God, let them down. When you go back and check, you will see, that you fed the desires of your flesh, and let your spiritual walk die. If you go to the club, more than you spend in God's Word, you will not grow spiritually. That's just an example. If you want to stop a habit you know is bad, but you continue in it, how will you stop? Especially, when it's you that's feeding it. Anything that's worth saving, is worth an investment. No this is not where we pause, and ask for money. You are the investment, and you are worth saving. Verse 15, And let them be for lights, in the firmament of the heaven, to give light, upon the earth. And it was so. At first glance this verse, may not appear, to have any spiritual implications. But when we dig a little deeper, its impact should become clearer. This verse, is talking about the importance of light, and how it serves, as a guide in our lives. Just as the lights of heaven, are presented in the firmament. So we too each have lights that guide us, these lights help point us, in the right direction, and provide us, with direction, and purpose in our lives. That's why it is important, to always remember, that life's challenges, and difficulties, are ultimately put in place, for a greater purpose, even though it is inevitable, and natural, to feel discouraged, or overwhelmed, during difficult times. It is absolutely critical, that we continue to remain optimistic. And I encourage you, to keep pressing forward. Verse 16 tells us, that God, created the two great lights, the sun and the moon, to rule over the day and night. This reminds us, 
not to follow the trends of the world, telling you to just pray to the universe, God is the one, in control of the universe. The purpose of this verse, is to also show us, that God, has times in which we can rest, rejoice, and reflect. In essence, He is showing us, that life's natural rhythms, are essential for us, to thrive, the day and night, together with hours, days, weeks and years, all help to shape our lives, and our spiritual journey. The sun is vital, for life on our planet, and it its light gives us light, during the day, and warmth to keep us comfortable. The moon, on the other hand, governs the tides and helps the meteorologist give us, the weather forecasts. When combined with other information, such as barometric pressure, it also helps determine, the length of days and nights, by influencing, the earth's rotation. So next time you look up at the sun and moon, remember, that they were created by God, to serve as reminders of His power and His love. Take comfort in knowing that God, is always watching over us, and protecting us, from harm. Verse 17 tells us, that God, set them what's them, the sun and the stars. He set them in the firmament of the heaven, to give light upon the earth, this verse is referring, to the sun and the stars, that our God, has set in the firmament of heaven. By understanding this verse, and what it's saying to us, we can benefit from it, in many ways. First, let's look at the scientific aspect. The sun and stars provide us, with light and energy, that sustain life on earth. But there is also a spiritual side, to this verse. When we look to the sun and stars for light, we should be reminded, of God's presence in our lives. He is the one, who placed them in the heavens, and should, take comfort knowing, that He is watching over us. We can also use this as a reminder, to be a light for others. Verse 18 tells us, that God, when He was done creating each day, He saw what He had created as good. When God creates, He finds it good. This encourages us, that whatever is in the creative stages. Although the process may not seem good, that He's working things out, for our good. This also reminds us, that God, has created a beautiful world for us, and He has given us, the responsibility, to protect it and care for it. Verse 19 tells us, that the evening and the morning, were the fourth day. We often get so caught up, in trying to make big changes, that we often forget, that some things take time, and don't happen overnight. Someone listening, is trying to rush God. You prayed for something, don't rush the process. Too often we ask God, for example to save our loved one. And when He starts working, we hinder the progress, because we fell in love, with the change. Let God finish, what He started. Your loved one may relapse, or end up in the same predicament. Please wait. When we want to make positive changes, it's important to be patient, with the process. We can't expect ourselves, to make a major transformation in one day. Goals need to be broken down, into smaller, more manageable chunks. Progress should be measured, in terms of small victories. Rather than in dramatic, sweeping changes. After all we are not God, we can't make things happen overnight. Finally, verse 20 tells us, And God said, Let the waters, bring forth abundantly, the moving creature, that hath life, and fowl that may fly, above the earth, in the open firmament of heaven. The waters, represent the vastness of our world, 
and the many possibilities available to us. The moving creature symbolizes life. Our life is constantly in motion. We should be continually growing and seeking new opportunities to embracing new experiences. The fowl that may fly symbolizes freedom. When we give ourselves permission to step out of our comfort zones and learn to explore new possibilities, only then can we be truly free. The open firmament of heaven is an encouraging reminder that the possibilities for us are endless. There is no limit to what we can achieve if we have faith, courage, and an open heart. Finally, this verse tells us of the power of words. Once God spoke, the waters of life were blessed and overflowed. So too knowing the power of our words and the powerful effect they display in our lives. By speaking life, we can activate a wave of positive change in our own lives, our communities, and in our physical and spiritual health. Our closing scripture, Proverbs 18:21 KJV, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Perhaps you didn't realize that your words directly affect your outcome. Repent and start over by speaking positive words over your own life life. Also, start speaking life into your friends and family. Offer words of encouragement to those that you love. These positive words can go a long way in lifting their spirits and bringing peace. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for being with us during this Bible study. Thank you for the guidance and understanding that you have provided. Father, we thank you for allowing us to come together via the various platforms to discuss your word and grow spiritually. We ask that you help us to take the truths that we've learned and apply them to our everyday lives so we may be closer to you and serve you more faithfully. As we move on in our respective journeys, we pray that you give us the courage to stand tall in our beliefs, humility to always strive to do better, and strength to always face the world as your children. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come together in prayer and for guiding us in our spiritual growth. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Important announcement. There will be no digital Bible study. Saturday, January 28th. We invite you to join us as we support our pastor in the annual Soul Winners Conference. As you may know, our lead servant Lydia is also the lead servant of the Good Tidings Evangelistic Association. The event is free. However, you must register. The flyers are available on our ministry Facebook page at the Holy Place Church or on Instagram at the One Holy Place. The event is from 10 to 2. Morning, of course. It will be held at the county line, United Methodist Church, in Ellenwood, Georgia. Our digital Bible study, verse of the day, will be moving back to the mornings at 6.30. Hopefully on tomorrow, Sunday. We hope to see you in the morning. On Facebook, set your notifications if you do not have a church home and you are not saved. We invite you to give God, one year. Come study with us. If you know of anyone who has a building in Noonan, Georgia, in which we can host much and learn Bible study, please let us know. Bible study will be held on Saturday mornings from 11 to 12.15, as soon as a location is secured.
Lastly, if you have a prayer request, please submit it on our website at holyplacechurch.org. On behalf of our lead servant, Lydia Young, have an awesome day.